Smash! Mad Hat and presents Corporate Punk! Cool. Alrighty. Welcome back. Dude, thank you for coffee here. I'm, I'm no looking worries. forward to Ethiopian coffee. Yes. Dude. <laughs> the real deal. Bought from Ethiopia about a week ago. Nice. And it's fresh, dude. It's awesome. Mm. Have you ever checked the Ethiopian calendar? No, I've never done that. Let's see if I can find it here very quickly. It confused the shit out of me, Ethiopia. All I know about Ethiopia is uh, the awesome churches they have. Oh, yeah? And Haile Selassie. Um, is it the Ethiopian one? Yeah. Um, ding, 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 ding. Has 12 months of 30 days plus five or six. Epa what? Epagomenal days. If I remember correctly, they are in a different year. They're in 2013. Wow. If I remember correctly. Why is the Ethiopian calendar seven years behind? Is that it? Yeah, there you go. There is a 276-year difference between the Ethiopic and Coptic calendars. I think we use Coptic. Yeah. Yeah. So they're like seven or eight years behind us. Because uh, I think they have 13 months. Yeah. The country of Ethiopia is 13 months. Wow. It's freaking wacky. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Mm. Think about it. Like, um, I know that I was, I was, I don't know why. You know, with, with Wikipedia, you just get like caught in this tornado. Yes, just, you like, can. You start off with like a band or something. You're learning about what that band member's up to. And then you end up looking at this kind of stuff. If you ever have a look at um, some of the, the you know, the, you've got the, the timeline. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's just on the other side of Australia. And then there's a bunch of like uh, islands, like in between Australia and uh, like Hawaii and all that shit. And uh, one of the islands was so close to the international dateline that they, they wanted to be on the one side because they traded mostly with Australia. And then after a few years and globalization and that kind of thing, they were like, well, fuck it. Let's just go on the other side of the line. So now the mm. line like this is like, <laughs> yeah. so they can trade in the same date as, as uh, America. It's freaking cool. Technically, slow, yeah. Cape Town's supposed to be an hour behind us. Yeah, I read that they that they um, want to try and implement like a, a, a an official time difference and like mm. an hour's time difference. I don't really see the point, to be quite honest. Like, really? I think it's going to affect the working day because the, yeah. the, the sun and stuff is different. Mm. So I think it would affect the working day. It's going to suck bit. because Oaks and Cape Town are super slow. <laughs> They're super so chill. Now yeah, you yeah. want to email your <laughs> flipping business dude in fucking Cape Town and he's fast yeah. asleep or you phone him or WhatsApp him. He's like, dude, <laughs> it's six o'clock in the morning. No, it isn't. It's fucking seven. <laughs> it's Get seven. Up. And you know, there's an hour difference. So I have an extra hour to answer you now. Yeah. 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 So it's going to give them even more fucking excuses. He's so chilled that side. <laughs> dude. I was also reading like um, uh, this guy did like a lifestyle blog and what it's like to work in Cape Town mm. after um, living in Joburg for so long. And he's like, he, he, you carry this weird working guilt. Like you have to put in the right amount of hours and actual productivity before you feel like you deserve the pay for the day. Yeah. He's like, you got to just let go of that guilt when you go to Cape Town, man. Mm. <laughs> Everything's so slow. Hey? Yeah. It's so <laughs> different. Uh, yeah, we're all recording and stuff. Cool. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, Ethiopia. Fuck. Uh, if you're listening to this in Ethiopia, you can get it uh, seven years from now. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna come. Ethiopia is like the cat <laughs> or dog <laughs> of the world. <laughs> seven years difference. And the coffee is damn good though. Yes. Mm. Mm. Nice. I do love my coffee. Yeah, dude. Coffee is quality. Dude, the first time I did this podcast, I had this giant cup of coffee. 
And um, so now I'm listening after, after the whole thing and I want to make sure that the sound is clear. And I don't know why, but the coffee was so big. It like just echoed my entire slurp sound. It was like this echo. It's like, fuck, cutting that out. <laughs> it sounded so weird. You don't realize it. It's right by your <laughs> face and it's making this weird noise. Mm. Malawi cool. coffee is great. You must try Mzuzu coffee. Mzuzu coffee. Yeah, it's so good. doesn't yeah, taste yeah. like any other coffee I've ever had. Cool, man. Uh, it's ridiculously good and it's you can find it in abundance in Malawi. Oh, really? Yeah, that's so awesome, man. Every time I go there for work or anything, yeah, come back with a kilogram of coffee every nice. trip. I'm sure I'm allowed more, so maybe the next time I'll, I'll do do more. Yeah, yeah, mm. it's a cool idea. I like the 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 idea of coffee agriculture because it's just the different areas, it's the same plant, different areas. It has a different effect on, mm. on the taste of the coffee bean. Yeah, and, and I suppose the soil and yeah, yeah, you know, the valley it's in. And yeah, so many aspects that go yeah. into it. I was chatting with this one dude. He's got like succulents and um, he's got a, a bed and breakfast and some of the grass wasn't like aging too well. So he just got a whole lot of succulents and made like a whole like maze. Mm. And the, the succulents actually put um, aluminium into the actual soil and then it, the grass soaks it up. So it's like this whole ecological thing he's created there. Yeah. It looks so cool. But yeah, I never thought of like a plant putting something back into mm. the soil. It's so weird. So many things we don't know. That's why that's why I put the internet. Like, it's part of the show, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the third host. Well, one of the things <laughs> they're talking about is this Notre Dame thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, what about rainforests that are torn down? What oh, about fuck, yeah. replenishing them with you, all the billions that we've been throwing at the... The Notre Dame thing? Yeah. I just want to see if there's like an official count. Should we check? Notre Dame. Money raised. So far. Love Google. There's something uncomfortable about it. Uh, a lot of people are bitching you know, about it, hey? I, I feel uncomfortable about it. I saw someone saying his opinion was like, you know, they are billionaires. They can do whatever they want with their own fucking money. So don't, mm. you know. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, that's fair enough. But, yeah, you know, when something still smells of shit, I'm allowed <laughs> to tell you that something <laughs> smells of shit, you know. Damn straight, dude. Nah. This is not helpful. Whether you agree with it or not, I, yeah. I'm smelling shit right now. Yeah. And I'm telling you that I'm smelling it. I'm trying to know. find the latest one, but it said uh, news by, who is this? Globalnews.ca. Two days ago, officially one billion US dollars. One fucking billion US dollars. Insane, eh? Um, I was chatting with, uh, I, I think I just read something somewhere. And uh, they said that people don't 100% understand the difference between 1 million and 1 billion. Mm. So if I remember correctly, and I'm going to paraphrase probably incorrectly, but um, 1 million seconds is about 10 days. 1 billion seconds is about 31 years. So yeah. just think about how much money yeah. that actually is. Yeah, That's crazy. So a lot of people are like, if, if you could raise this much money, where would you put it? I mean, like, there's so many different things, so many shortfalls mm. in the world. Like when I fly internationally or anything and I come back home and um, the airline says we're collecting money for poor people in Africa and yeah. stuff, um, I do feel weird about it because it's like, yeah. dude, I'm paying through my ass for this flight. Yeah. I'm coming home <laughs> yeah, yeah. with no money because I've been spending, yeah. you know, doing pounds and dollars. Yeah, yeah. That exchange and we rate. have the rand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And now you're asking me to give you money. Mm. And I'm thinking, but there's there's so much money out there in the mm. world there's there's enough money on the planet to eradicate poverty yeah it's just the system that we have in place yeah that won't allow for that actually facilitates 
poverty to actually happen yeah you know um and that's sad yeah it does suck you know uh, it's not cool because you have ceos who make a killing yeah and they might do 10 minutes of work a day yeah and then you have a dude digging a fucking ditch so they could lay down some ground uh, some foundation and build a Mm. a huge building where Mm. you probably risk your life and someone might die on site while you're busy yeah and you get peanuts you know in comparison yeah Yeah. and i find it's the imbalance is kind of weird because the universe has a balance to it yeah yeah there's chaos but it's all balanced yeah yeah and unfortunately, human beings like to sway either hard left or hard right. Yeah. And that doesn't do shit for balance yeah. at all. You know? I do think that balance is also part of education. I mean, like you can hear an argument and you can side with it, but you've got to listen to the other side of any argument. You've got to get that balance. Yeah. And then from there, you can actually make a final determination yourself. Mm. I, think, I think it helps to have you a balance. You need to, outlook, it's yeah. important to observe. Yeah. And think perfectly first and see from various angles you can't there's the whole thing of there's two sides to every story yeah there's yeah. more than two there's yeah. so many and you've mm. got to explore every single mm. angle first before you can derive some kind of yeah um answer out of it i think it's important with uh, your song both sides <coughs> wasn't that also sort of what it's about both sides yeah or was that a, a different that i take, take phonetically i could make it work as multi sides of the coin oh yeah yeah, yeah. then it would work but mm. imagine singing that song with those <laughs> words it would never work one million sides of a coin but um even the song i'm the observer is about sitting yeah. back and looking and yeah before even just judging and shit put yourself mm. in that person's shoes yeah like when road rage and shit happens yes we're so quick to go that dude who lost his shit is a piece of shit yeah yeah you know and yeah. like we don't actually know i don't know he could be a flipping awesome dude who just kind of lost his shit on that day yeah yeah you were the dude who broke the camel's back yeah yeah you know you yeah. were the straw that broke the camel's back and yeah. it's not really your fault that he lost his shit yeah yeah it's everything that led up to that yeah but now unfortunately the world that we have now the social media thing oh, is once someone says something totally stupid and maybe even out of character yeah they will be remembered for the rest of their lives for yeah. being that guy yeah and that that moment defines you for the rest of your life Mm. and it, i i feel weird about that because life is about making mistakes and learning from them yeah and we should be helping people as opposed to yeah. completely getting rid of them and wiping them off the face of the earth yeah um i don't like that whole thing i think we're mm. very judgmental bastards yeah and the whole sjw culture mm-hmm. um for the most part i can't stand at all yeah i got to a problem with anybody who belittles one group of people in order to empower their own. Mm. Um, I actually had a bit of an argument with that whole hashtag men are trash thing. Mm. Because, yes, I understand that there are a lot of things done by men. I understand that. Mm. But if if I was a young man uh, coming of age and I saw this thing everywhere on the internet saying men are trash and I'm, I'm going to mm. inevitably become a man at some stage. It, it's not helpful if you tell no. one group of individuals that they're less than better than everyone else it's not not good i'm not also like i'm not the biggest fan of isms isms um, yeah it's like ism. a gender-based uh, okay. movements okay okay um for the most part they exist because there's a problem okay and i understand that so mm-hmm. feminism exists because there is clearly a problem oh yeah yeah there's yeah. 
an off-balance patriarchy. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. And I get it. Mm. But at some point, when feminism has done its job, yeah, then it's time to drop the agenda because yeah. the job is done and neutral. We've we've reached neutrality. Yeah, yeah. You know, and um, the problem is that people isms stay around forever. Mm. So in terms of when the job is done, mm. people who control those isms, yeah, yeah, can't accept that now they've completed their job. Yeah. They've yeah. got to find new fucking ways of going, oh, no, no, now it's a problem mm. to say this. Yeah, yeah. Now it's a problem to say that. Yeah, It yeah. never used to be, but now it is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and I know this might be controversial too, but uh, as far as the internet and people freaking out and that H&M stores with the, the, I'm paraphrasing whatever was on that kid's hoodie, but it was uh, the coolest monkey uh, in the yeah. jungle or something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's become such a big thing and H&M had to apologize and everything. But mm. at the end of the day, no one batted an eyelid at it because it was a completely innocent thing. It like, was a little dude wearing a hoodie. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. how, like mm. how are monkeys supposed to feel like monkeys? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Like it's not a bad thing to be a monkey because mm. like, you know, they're cute and they're awesome. And yeah, yeah. my brother calls his kids monkeys. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, know? yeah. And maybe it's time to take that word back and make mm. it the innocent word that it was meant to be yeah. and stop ridiculing shit and throwing it away and judging. Yeah, yeah. And again, sweeping under the carpet and pretending shit is gone. Yeah. You know, uh, it's, it's kind of weird. It's a backward way of doing things, you know, like when someone gets, um, thrown with a stone against the head let's ban rocks yeah yeah, yeah yeah it doesn't make sense yeah. you're not really solving the problem did you ever check uh the red pool documentary no no the red pool um it was this it's this feminist just be careful because there's a lot of gunk <laughs> it's very thick coffee no it's good uh the red pool look it up over here you're probably going to get this uh, probably going to record all of this stuff over here this keyboards and stuff that's cool so um this i've seen that before but i've not watched it yeah um so she did uh, she wanted to delve into what the hell was the 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 term that she used she said taking a red pull was she so she was always from a, a feminist movement and then mm. she started looking into the men's rights movements mm. and she wanted to sort of understand the enemy that's what the, the viewpoint that she took at first and then she said as as she was going throughout all of the uh, her interviews and everything and there was a lot of interviews with men and women and everything um she then said you know she took the red pull from the matrix she she saw the this the, the truth mm. and um it's pretty empowering in okay. from a from a guy's perspective because there are certain things that do impact men differently to women mm -hmm. um but at the same time you got there's problems everywhere mm. so you can't just diminish one side and favor the other side and what they had predominantly in in the documentary was um the men's rights would have like a little picketing thing and I mean, they won't get that many guys. It's not a very popular thing to fight for men's rights. Mm. Um, it's the same as um, in South Africa, white people are the minority. There's, well, not the minority, but but we're one of the lesser populated mm. groups. So can you imagine a group of white people going to Lutuli House and saying, you know, white rights, it's yeah. not going to work. No, it doesn't doesn't work. <laughs> our so, country's not ready for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so with, with this chick, she then sort of looked at the, the men's rights activists and the amount of 
feminist um uh or, or feminist rights going out of their way to bombard their picketing because they're fighting for their own sort of gender issues mm. and it's crazy she yeah. went to australia and in australia they were doing interviews and they were just pretty much telling her like how do you feel that your book and your documentary promotes uh um, bigotry and that kind of stuff and she's like she's not she's mm. just trying to tell people these are their problems it's the same thing with someone like a jordan peterson yeah you know? uh, he's very misunderstood and sometimes yeah. he's a little gung-ho and yeah. in your face but um for the most part i i, I think he's quite balanced mm. um and people feel threatened by you know their views being taken on yeah i believe like as much as i hate isms like i said mm -hmm. earlier th they exist because there is a problem yeah and things need there needs to be an awareness raised i totally get that mm. but once you've raised the awareness and you've started turning people's minds um then it's time to say we've we've won and yeah, now we've you know, balanced some this, kind of balance has issue, been restored yeah. Yeah. Um, but at the same time there's also people who you just can't change their minds yeah, you know? yeah. and maybe we should just leave them because they're gonna mm. die yeah. and hopefully they don't pass on their silly beliefs to their children <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. so on and so on yeah yeah um, but like say for example you know we know there are racist people mm. around all over the fucking world yeah 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 um and i think if you have any form of racism in your head mm. then you definitely are missing a whole bunch of brain cells yeah because it is really the stupidest fucking thing that you can mm. think of mm. when it comes to kids the innocence of children yeah they don't see in color or anything like that yeah, and, yeah. Uh, i think mm. human beings as they get older they lose their innocence yeah and yeah. they're molded and formed by beliefs and structures yeah, total nature versus nurture and thing yeah, yeah and you yeah. got to you got to try and transcend that and mm. stay balanced while knowing maybe when you're learning shit you should be cynical about everything yeah and then learn it and then yeah. then derive your own beliefs out of all the best parts like me mm. with religion yeah yeah I'm not a religious person, yeah, yeah. but I believe there are every religion has something interesting worth taking from mm. that is really good to put into your life yeah. and your your belief structure to yeah. get you through things. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think the, the the planet is very off balance. We got left and we got right, and yeah, and not just in the whole American political thing. Nah. That's just just confusing. In me. everything, like, oh, the right way of thinking. I'm like, oh, yeah. Where, where, where are you going? I mean, if you have a left and a right, you've yeah, only yeah. got two options. Yeah, guaranteed. Yeah. There's going to be clashes, and there's yeah, going to yeah. be violence, and there's going to be war, and there's yeah, going to be yeah. anger. Yeah. But if you have more um, balanced, yeah, structures, and an, an openness, it helps then to have an openness to people would side. communicate better, yeah. and things would actually flow a whole lot mm. better too. One of the feminist movements that I had a look at was one of the arguments is that there's so few women um, in the scientific fields. And they said that there's like some kind of glass ceiling preventing women from entering these fields. But um, if you have a look at the, the first photo that, that they had, I think it was last week of a Black Hole. Mm. The woman who wrote all the coding and all the information. Well, okay. It was a woman who freaking mm. sorted that out. I can't remember her name. I want to get her even, name. Even the um, Apollo journey to the moon. The yeah. coding was was done by a woman. Yeah, I mean, and it's power, good dude. shit to know. This is stuff yeah, we didn't man. know before. Yeah, yeah, it's good to do that. We need to know these things. I'm going to Google black hole lady. <laughs> oh yeah, her name's Katie Bauman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. There you go, Katie Bauman. Mm. Freaking props, man. That yeah. that to find that shit is amazing. I don't yeah. even know how fucking far it is from us. 
I can't. I couldn't yeah, even it imagine. Is ridiculously far. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh, it comes up with sex. I mean, backlash. for example, I think the moon. I mean, the moon is. It floats between distances yeah, it's from our orbit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, I think on average, two hundred and fifty thousand kilometers away. Shit. Which means that the light from the moon it takes something like eight seconds to reach us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes where sense. Where the light from the sun takes something like eight minutes to reach us because yeah. of how far it is. Something along those lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you think that that's in our neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's just that's yeah. You found a freaking black hole, man. Dude, that's I can't believe phenomenal that. and, shit. and the, the the amount of hard drives that you had if you can find them. I'm gonna Or even more mind boggling is that like someone like Einstein would find theorize it. it, you know? She's so freaking stoked she found it. That that's must amazing. have been such power. I'm gonna find some Imagine dodgy that shit. Moment, yeah. Black hole lady. <laughs> I'm gonna find some dodgy. <laughs> you don't want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was that Ted movie? Whenever they googled anything, it said, "Did you mean black cocks?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you see? It? Yeah. It was so funny. Oh God. Oh man, it was so good. But I don't know. Hey, I think. Um, and what I like about Jordan Peterson as well is he always mentions um, the importance of leaders and being uh, the better one in your field. If you are really, really great at something, and you put in the work and you make the sacrifices. Yeah, you should get the rewards. That's that's straightforward. Uh, yeah, I agree and it with promotes that. hard work. Um, but at the same time, the guys who aren't willing to put in the work and the hours and everything, like you're not automatically entitled to anything. Mm-mm. And I like that. But I do think that there's the opposite end of the spectrum, especially in this country. When I look at the national minimum wage that they've implemented first uh, mm. of January this year, there's a really, really um, I don't want to call it a low amount, a low in terms of social class. I mean, uh, they just cannot get up that ladder. They cannot right. push themselves in that direction and they just need somewhere to start that's fair. Yeah. And I'm, I'm cool with that. Cause sort no of like one, a level playing field. Yes, you mm. want that. Everybody should enter, especially the job market. It's something that I deal with quite a lot with like Are career Are talking about the whole universal basic income thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think about that? Uh, it's, it's, it's impossible to finalize i think because a universal one requires um same income in terms of the in everybody in yeah the, in the world and it's just impossible. i think it requires a lot of people uh in the upper echelons of society yeah or not society itself maybe in the upper echelons of business yeah to actually let go because human beings are inherently all about progress and building 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 yeah. creating and yeah. i to me, that's also a scary thing, you know, yeah. um, because you want something infinite from a finite resource. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's kind of weird. Yeah, With the whole basic, the universal basic income is mm-hmm. if if it's possible mathematically, yeah. then the only thing stopping it from happening is the system in place mm. and the people that protect it. Yeah, um, yeah. And that, again, goes down to the, the left and the right fucking thing which, yeah, yeah you know who's is, willing to push. it's just gonna create issues yeah, yeah. like someone I, I remember posting something on facebook there was an infographic that said if this whole country in africa mm-hmm. were to be covered in solar panels mm-hmm. we could power the entire planet what the fuck That's but the crazy. only thing stopping it is yeah, yeah. red tape and politics yeah and money yeah of course because i mean we yeah. invented yeah you know as opposed to shit that comes from the sun which yeah is a natural phenomena or if you're religious Mm. you know then you check that's where uh, it comes from i think it was the minister of energy or whatever maybe a year ago he wanted to find a way to tax solar panels (laughs) 
Yeah. Like, how the fuck are you going to attack the sun, bro? <laughs> or like Nestle talking about, yeah, uh, you know, uh, water's not a human Privatizing right. water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a very common thing. Like, what's wrong up. with people? Oh, man. Once you like open up human greed, there's it's boundless. Yeah. You know? And it's, it's disgusting. Yeah. It really is. One thing I also heard about this week, uh, which I wasn't aware of at all, was the Yasmin tablets. Uh, you know, the ladies who take the like the oh, yeah. tablet, yeah, the birth control tablets. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, I think they had like twenty three deaths associated with it. Jesus. Yeah, man. Um, but it was it was quite a while ago. It's not it's not a new thing. But I mean, as mm. a as a guy, I'm like, what the fuck? These ladies have to take this all the time because I'm doing research because we've got the 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 male tablets coming out or the mm. male pull. Um, is it Yasmin pull? Yeah. Yeah, dude, it's freaking maniac. I can't believe it. So, I mean, if it if it helps, because I know um, the pull and that kind of thing throws hormones all over the place, and different people are affected in different ways naturally. Mm. So, uh, the male pull is going to take a while to to get to a point where it's going to become a normal part of society. Um, but I think it's a it's a fair thing for a, a man and a woman to do to decide who who's going to take the responsibility. Yeah. You know, because you can't leave it all in a lady. You can't. It's no. You got to take it yourself. You got to yeah. be responsible yourself. It's like uh, when a couple decide that they don't want kids, and yeah. the, the wife gets a hysterectomy. Yeah. And is in bed for a long time, and it's a fuck with expensive operation. And it's a dangerous one at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. Because you, I think you get menopause a whole lot earlier in life and everything. Yeah. Where and as a dude, the, you just get your tubes around. tied, man. Yeah, dude. And it's like you can for go guy, and then have it done over lunch. Yeah. You might I'm just like, have a dude. bit of a, a, a... I'm like, guys, just fucking do it. Dude, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Why must the lady go for the whole thing? <laughs> if you don't want kids, like, then then do it, man. Yeah, dude. Check this article uh, by cbc.ca. June 11, 2013. Suspected in causing 23 deaths. Yasmin birth control pills. 23 fucking deaths, dude. Yeah, we're also... The, the whole farmer thing... Um, Oh, big fuck. farmer we're, we're obsessed with yeah. with medication i i know a family i'm not even going to tell you who they are but yeah, i know yeah. a family who their dogs are on medication their fuck. pet bird is on medication <laughs> when you look into their medicine cabinets there's medication for everything yeah yeah anytime you feel a sniff quickly take a tablet fuck. you know and it's like dude that's that that's shit, dangerous that bugs me man because yeah. i mean we're a freaking bar dude you're looking at your coffee so longingly it's i'm actually reading the future <laughs> 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 looking at the you will get married yeah, the grains are telling me i'm gonna get a hysterectomy <laughs> when i'm a woman one day <laughs> oh fuck where the fuck was i um i don't know <laughs> we totally lost track totally lost track but that's okay that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, it's completely lost. Yeah. All right, let's have a look here. Um, you got the Ginger Tour coming up. Yes. So when, when you guys invite bands through to South Africa, uh, mm -hmm. what are, are there like frequent common steps that you do in order to like, this is the South African wildlife. Like, do you have, what is what are your normal tour plan other than the actual shows? Oh, um, well, that's the thing. Like, it's very much a holiday for the bands because... Yeah, yeah. Uh, in the regular touring places like Europe and the States, yeah, it's travel, 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 play, travel, play, so on and so on. Yeah, and you don't really get to see much. Mm -hmm. um, and to come all this way, the idea is that you should be seeing a little bit because we don't want to be those guys who fly you in on the day you arrive. You're playing a show. Tomorrow you play a show, and yeah. then the next morning we fly you out. Yeah. So we make sure that we set it up like. 
the current structure we have is we'll have a band playing two shows because mm-hmm. it makes sense. Joburg or Gauteng is a big... It's um, a populated area. There's a lot of population, yeah, yeah. massive population. Yeah. And Cape Town. Yeah. And uh, to travel to Cape Town and to Joburg from other areas isn't that difficult, especially for a band that you love. Yeah. So what would happen is we would fly them over on... For Ginger, we're flying them over and they arrive on the 1st of May. Okay, cool. Their first show is on the 3rd. Nice. So the 1st of May, they'll arrive in the morning, mm-hmm. probably take them to Table Mountain or something. Cool, man. Uh, so our regular thing is Table Mountain because you got to see Table Mountain. It's, yeah, dude. You know, it it's is a awesome. Given, Love it, know? man. Yeah. Take them up there and then go and have some beers in the evening, try and keep them awake to just kind of mm. acclimatize to the time zone, etc. Mm. Where are they coming from? I can't remember because I mean uh, they're from they're coming from the Ukraine, is but it, you know that's the other thing the is difference. you we pay for flights and everything as mm. well, mm. so you try and keep things cheap by doing connecting flights. Yeah, 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 it makes yeah. sense. Yeah, and and if the band's keen on it and we're okay with it, then we do that. Yeah, yeah, and um, so yeah, it depends where they're coming from. Sometimes mm. we have horrible routing, and I feel bad for the bands. But yeah, yeah. You know, it is the nature of the game. There's yeah. A lot of your time on tour is spent traveling yeah. more than playing. Yeah. But uh, when the guys get you, we do all the big tourist stuff in Cape Town. We take the guys to the Spice Route in Western Cape in Stellenbosch. Cool, man. And we take them coffee tasting and wine tasting. And That's cool. Various beers. Oh, man, I love Cape Town wine. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I love wine, dude. So good. Yeah. And then they play their show and yeah. uh, we're with them the whole time as the promoters. We're with them all the time. Mm. Um, a lot of the guys say when they play in Europe and stuff, they don't even see the promoters. You know, it's yeah. a free for all. It's yeah. you run everything yourself, basically. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we're more hands on. We, yeah. we almost take the approach of as me being a musician and Duncan being an ex-musician. Mm-hmm. Um we take the approach of how we would like to be treated yeah. where we on tour in the same position. Yeah. And you want to see some cool shit. And yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, shit, so we make sure we Africa do that. And we're supposed to be like, yeah. like for us, it's like, ah, oh, it's home. Yeah. But for them, it's like, dude, I'm going to Africa. This would mm. be awesome. So when you bring them up here, do you take them through to some of the nature reserves and stuff oh, yeah. like that? That's we cool. Do that, yeah. Were you ever worried that somebody's going to get bitten by a lion or some shit and they can't play the gig? Uh, sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, it is what it is. Like that can happen, I suppose. Yeah. And we, do, that's why we take them to the, the Rhino Lion Park the day after the last show. Uh, just in okay. case. Just in case. <laughs> there's there's a uh, rhino you can play that's now cool, that's cool, <laughs> oh that's awesome man now i i don't even know how to pronounce it properly sumir suma suma i actually mm. don't know them i haven't actually listened to yeah them. they're not a they're not a massive band but we mm-hmm. toured with them in the uk last year okay they were our tour mates yeah yeah so we did a co-headlining tour with them and they're awesome they're an amazing band they yeah. should be bigger than what they are and more people should know who they are they have like a very awesome mixture of like tool meets a perfect circle and yeah. cult of luna that kind of vibe sweet that um, sounds awesome and they're from uk as well but looks yeah awesome. they're from guildford nice awesome band really right up our alley as well as far as that our taste in so music so cool so we uh we kind of got them involved in coming to south africa when we were playing with them last year we already started talking about it yeah yeah and um we're like well 
come around for our April tour, we didn't know who we were going to book yet for, yeah, yeah. you know, as a headliner. Yeah, yeah. Because that's the thing, when you put out offers, you don't know if a band's yeah, available. Name. Yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah. then you have to move on to the next one and you just dig and dig to find out who is keen on coming over that yeah. period. Yeah. So knowing that Ginger, Ginger's progressive, but they're like, almost death metal to a degree they're, yeah they're, they're pretty heavy at times yeah, they get nice pretty and damn heavy. heavy yeah yeah and Suma's more expansive yeah yeah and open oh cool so man. and that's always been our thing from turning mm. tricks and cranked up and all that is that we want variety we don't want mm. you know if we have memphis mayfire being a metalcore headliner yeah. yeah yeah we aren't going to book only a lineup of metalcore bands supporting yeah. them yeah, you know, we we will have a nice contingent of metalcore, but we like bringing in variety. And yeah, we set up the running orders as well in a dynamic fashion. Yeah, so it does this. I noticed that with yeah. with, with cranked up because um, I got there and um, that was the Memphis Mayfire one that I remember. Uh, I watched Deadline. I enjoy watching Deadline. Yeah, that's <laughs> like so much fun. They were born for the big yeah, stage. Yeah, and then um, <laughs> uh, I was oh god, and I think there was one or two. There was another instrumental band. I can't remember the freaking name. Yeah, so it was nice. It was it was it was a proper like a show because you can't just have this constant. Was this with the Memphis one? Hey, it was yeah, probably Savage Lucy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they yeah. played that show. Yeah. yeah. Mm. No, it was good, dude. I enjoyed yeah. it a lot. But it helps, man. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's so often, especially with with the South African alternative scene, you'll only get a punk show and only get a metal show and only other show and only that show. Mm. And the guys started like sort of. <clears throat> amalgamating each other amalgamate think of the yeah. words <laughs> words <laughs> word amalgamate merge <laughs> merge merge synergy <laughs> yeah that was good man yeah, yeah so they're a great band sumo they're awesome and at at this tour at mm. both shows you're going to get variety it's yeah. not going to be the same music over and over yeah and it's all quality yeah you know that's we want to put like when it comes to local bands playing with these international bands we want to put local bands who have international aspirations as well okay because we want to give them that opportunity yeah yeah um, as opposed to dudes who are just you know no disrespect to other bands who are just in it to to play some random local shows but don't have ambition outside of that yeah yeah that's all good and there's nothing wrong with that because mm -hmm. you're having a good time number one you got to enjoy the music you make yeah and you got to enjoy doing the whole thing yeah you know you got to have a good time oh yeah that's the whole point of it mm. and um but i do like to give opportunities to bands who have that ambition of going out there in the rest of the world and making a name for themselves or or making it a more regular occurrence yeah um so i also feel like um giving the opportunity to those bands but also in terms of they need to be ready musically and yeah. mentally yeah, yeah. It's traveling for music. Sometimes a band isn't absolutely hundred yeah. percent ready for it yet, and yeah. maybe maybe we could do it. And yeah, yeah. sometimes it breaks my heart when I really mm. want this band to have that opportunity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I look back and I go, but they don't do any. They're not active. Yeah, you know, they don't take it as seriously as say yeah. that band. Yeah, and maybe that band's music isn't as great as this band's music, but these guys have ambition and they've been working hard. Yeah. So there's so many factors involved in making these shows happen and who you choose to play. Yeah. I'm sure you guys also get a bit of uh, backlash. Some of the bands are like, what yeah. the fuck? Why don't you put us on the set list? So many of my friends are in bands and yeah, yeah. so many of them have never played any of the shows that we do. Yeah, yeah. And 
you know unfortunately we have to be hard ass about it because i'm not here to put my friends into shit you yeah. know I, that's not my plan i'm, I'm not going to look after people just because they're my friends yeah yeah uh, if your band's good and you work hard then we'll notice yeah. and we'll we'll help you out yeah i mean um, even when i was doing the small punk rock gigs um dude some of the the guys are just the, the ego sort of takes over and then they yeah. want to we want to do the headline spot i'm like it's okay bro but i mean the headline the last slot is going to be like maybe one o'clock everyone's going to go home i got you at you know 11 o'clock and everybody's mm. there no i want the headline i want the biggest spot on the, the panel. there's a lot of ego yeah there is yeah it so exists i think i was chatting with um craig uh craig butterworth he's mates with um one of the guys over there with you he used to play with you guys yeah he? yeah yeah, yeah he stays in the uk now yeah he said that um uh touring with that you guys arranging things with uh protester here they're like super easy to work with yeah the guys it must be so cool so like uh, uh, i would be so worried that this awesome band we're bringing because they are awesome but if you've got a bit of a head about it it's, it, mm. doesn't, it ruins it for the guys around you we've not had any issues eh? um, yeah, yeah. the cool thing about it is the bands talk to each other yeah so we booked unearth for cranked up Oh, good and that was Such the only show. band we had planned as mm -hmm. far as an international headliner was concerned. Okay. And what happened was we got a Facebook message from Tim, the guitarist from Protest Era, an actual Facebook message asking if they can play the show. <laughs> they had I'm like, you. you're fucking kidding me. <laughs> Unbelievable. Because yes. they had played a show with Unearth in the States and Unearth were talking about this festival that they're so excited to play in South Africa. Yeah, yeah. And so they talk to each other. Mm. And that's how that happens. So the only reason we always had two international bands at Cranked Up was because of that first one where yeah. out of the blue, Protest the Hero contacted us. And we're like, yeah. well, it is Protest the Hero. Yeah, so yeah. let's make it happen. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> and um, the thing is, those bands talk to other bands when they go on tour after mm. the fact. Yeah. And we can call up Tim and be like, is this dude from so-and-so? what what is are it, they like as people yeah 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 yeah. you know and they, but i'm sure you want some patience because they're gonna travel a long way here and i mean it's normal to get tired and that and jet mm -hmm. lag and stuff so i mean if you guys have arranged like a safari day and some of the guys are tired and like miserable you don't want to you don't want to cause tension especially on a tour you yeah have like a nice environment we like a lot of the guys because they they work according to a schedule they like to have pre-arranged schedules but we don't mm. do it as much we tell them there's going to be a safari, there's going to be Table Mountain, there's going to be this and that. Mm. But we mm. don't set it up in like, it's going to happen like on this day and that day and that day. Yeah. We like to be a bit more flexible and be like, however you feel, mm -hmm. these are the options that we have. Yeah, yeah. We could do it today or we could do it tomorrow, yeah, depending yeah, yeah. on how you guys feel. Oh, that's cool. Um, you get backstage riders where they tell you pre mm -hmm. predetermined PDF files telling you that they want 20 bottles of this and 10 packets of doritos and mm. um fucking salmon flown in from scotland <laughs> you know that kind of shit yeah yeah but we never fulfill those entirely we wait until yeah. the bands land and then we ask them personally what do you actually want yeah yeah, yeah. and yeah. that works out so much better yeah i'm sure yeah yeah, yeah. some of the guys used to, uh, when i was studying music they, some of the guys just do it to show off and like yeah you know that's it's it's my my place i'm doing my show so yeah you will give me who was it i think uh, uh was it the who they they wanted um m&ms with absolutely no brown m&ms in yeah so <laughs> you know, had to have like all the brown ones taken out yeah. i don't understand or like it, the movie airheads you know yeah i want, yeah. A, I want a football <laughs> helmet filled with cottage cheese <laughs> 
and naked <laughs> pictures of B. Arthur. <laughs> oh, That's man. No shit. It just reminds me of the Bill Cosby joke from Family Guy. Oh, yeah. man. So, so it was Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> we're just talking about zoom there it is Clearly, hey they're following us that's google the power of google dude it's crazy yeah. um uh, some of the guys were telling me um because because with uh uh whatsapp they got like this connection with facebook and all that kind of shit so they were sending each other voice notes just saying stupid shit like um uh, paving 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 and then they started getting adverts for paving mm. like on their google searches and stuff mm. <laughs> can you imagine yasmin birth control oh dude <laughs> um all right. i love it we're jumping from one thing to the next <laughs> the universe is off balance <laughs> yasmin ginger <laughs> cool man um all right so i'm trying to think what else we have to cover ding 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 pages we've covered the puss satellite beautiful <laughs> oh, i love it man <laughs> random fact that i found out and i actually want to google this while we're here um coca-cola actually got its name from uh there was a veteran trying to find an alternate for uh morphine addiction and he took cocoa leaves and cola nuts and then he created coca-cola with it i want to see if i can find that that thing wow you ever go to the chive you ever you ever I read used the chive to. The, i like going there for facts and stuff mm. sometimes it's like tits and ass everywhere and it's distracting i'm not gonna lie and then I look up the facts and i think that's where i saw it over there coca-cola Coca leaves, cola nuts. It's funny how things are dictated to us now. Because back in the day when the internet was still a new thing, you would physically go out and search websites and you'd yeah. follow them. Yeah. Now you don't. Now you get a centralized thing that tells you what's cool to read and then you go and find it that way. Yeah. Um, caffeine extracted from cola nuts and cocaine. Um, what? <laughs> yep. Cocaine <sighs> containing extracts from coca leaves. What is this? In the 1880s, a pharmacist in Georgia, John Pemberton. But uh, it's pretty crazy. I was chatting with, um, I had another case, uh, it was yesterday, chatting with this lady. And um, she's got two kids with this guy, and this guy's like a, a super bad drug addict. And he like takes the car and he disappears for like three or four days. And um, he'll come back, and then she'll have to take like maybe two weeks off to get his ass in freaking rehab and fix him and sort him out and that kind of thing. I'm sitting with her, and um, with this case, this poor woman is going through like a tough time because now she couldn't balance her personal life and her work life because she was drawn away from work the whole time. Mm. And it just made me realize the importance of these um, alternates because I know um, with some heroin addicts, they have to put them in rehab and then control, uh, they, 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 they medicate them so that their, their cold turkey is a lot easier for them to go through because mm. the, the physiological damage is like ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Freaking hell. We'll have to cover that some other time. So, otherwise, yeah, don't do heroin. Yeah, don't do heroin. Don't, even don't do try. drugs. <laughs> don't even try. Okay, cool. Uh, so we got the Daddy's Muse website. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Um, if you guys want to keep up to date with the guys, contact Wayne and contact pretty much all of the dudes. Head over to Daddy's Muse. It's D-E-I-T-Y apostrophe S Muse, M-U-S-E, new word. Um, yeah, the Facebook is awesome. Got everything over here. What the yeah. fuck? You got a show called Weird Boner. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rumors Rock uh, City. I love Rumors. I want to get Fred on as soon as I can. Cool. You have a look at the website, guys. And then um, you guys are also pretty busy on Twitter, hey? But Not as much on Twitter, but I yeah. feel like Twitter is almost... 
I don't know about you, but mm-hmm. you know, the only people that I see that use Twitter these days are Donald Trump and Jacob Zuma. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't really use it much. <laughs> and then what is what is your Instagram handle? Do you Deities have Muse Band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our Instagram's actually pretty active. Um, yeah, dude. I like maybe a little more than our Facebook page. Yeah, yeah. But they kind of work together. Yeah, they do. Twitter we use every now and then, but mm. um if you need anything from us it's always Instagram or Facebook. That's yeah, the easiest. Yeah. I find it easier as well. It's also mm. easier to sh- extract information. And YouTube. There's through. tons of videos on YouTube. Oh, yeah, yeah. What's your Just YouTube follow our channel. channel. Unfortunately, when we open up the channel, mm-hmm. um, when we started it, it's under my little pseudonym, Wayne Deity, because I oh, okay. couldn't think of anything smarter <laughs> when I created it. And then... Uh, thinking after the fact you can change the name of the channel but you can't oh shit i wish it was just deities muse yeah yeah, yeah. the channel is called wayne deity which oh, that's pisses okay. me off but it's, it's called deities muse yeah, but yeah, yeah. online when you look at the url it's mm. youtube.com forward slash channel wayne deity or something yeah yeah or user wayne deity <laughs> but it's easy you just search deities muse in youtube and mm. it comes up immediately yeah after dietrich hedden <laughs> 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 so cool man um and then turning tricks your website's also going to get updated soon yes busy working on that at the moment just updating it yeah um so turning tricks entertainment.co.za mm-hmm. and then cranked up festival.co.za yeah yeah so um that's where you can find us there and also again on facebook there are facebook pages for all of that yeah there you guys instagram like pages for the, all of them the cranked up updates are like it's it's got such a social hold mm. everyone's like uh, turning tricks facebook page update coming soon and then you just take everyone go crazy it's yeah just like, what's it what is it what is it what is it what is it please tell me you're bringing and it's yeah. just crazy i love it it's so good <laughs> yeah cool man cool. all right thank you so much bro dude thank you this has so been much, fun yeah. man genuinely man i appreciate mm. it so much cool. sweet uh that's it thank you guys for joining in as well yes uh if you download it also make sure that you keep up to date with me um you guys will have a look at all my all my instagram and everything online mm-hmm. sweet dude Thank, Thank you, you so much. And look out for our new EP coming yes. soon. Yeah, the EP and then you guys are doing videos as well. We'll do a video so for every song. Oh, we're wow. we're going to go large this year. So yeah, yeah. How, yeah. Many, how many songs are you guys doing on your EP? Uh, it's technically three. Yeah, yeah. But it's one song has a very cool long instrumental intro. Nice. Which is almost like you could break it up into. We're not sure if we're going to do that yet. Okay. So it's a bit early to talk about it. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. I'd like people to know that we, we are working on new music. Yeah, yeah. and. Yeah, I'm in love with the new music, and yeah. I think so I think people are gonna dig it. Yeah, and so if they don't, stuff. we do. So whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet news. Thank you so much. Thanks, dude. Sweet dude. Bye. Bye. <laughs>